For a soul to steal, he was in a bind, cause he was way behind, and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, "Boy, let me tell you what." <laughs> Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox, the podcast that four out of five dentists surveyed said, "What the hell is that?" Before we get to our question of the week, I got to celebrate the Sat Cats. The good folks who send Satoshis using a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. And they listen to this show and they're able to see cool things like the images and the links and the chapters and the ability to stream donated bits of money called Satoshis as they listen to the show. They just hit a button that says boost on an app like Fountain or Podfriend or CurioCaster. Oscar Mary, the creator of the Fountain app, actually said boost and sent 769 sats. One of our regulars, Dreb Scott, he says, Love Conspiracy, and sent 20,728 Satoshis using Podfriend. I like you too, Dreb. You and me ought to go join the circus and shoot each other out of cannons. And then Dreb followed it up with Go Cloud Chapters, with another 13,058 sats sent from Podfriend. But wait, that's not all. Dreb Scott said, Another great show. 17,289 sats sent with Podfriend. Metis sent 990 sats times two. We got two boostograms here. One says, Nerd! And the other says, Liquid Television was awesome. These things are called boostograms, custom messages sent when you hit boost on a podcasting 2.0 app, listening to a particular show that is 2.0 enabled, of which this one is. So check the link in the show notes right now on how to get set up so you can start supporting podcasts with this value for value model. Question of the week. What do you think of What If so far? Marvel's new animated series on Disney+. Plus. I think it's really good. The pacing is obviously much faster because they have to cram in a lot of MCU-type stuff and then twist it topsy-turvy for the whole What If scenario. But it's got beautiful animation, really good pacing, exciting action scenes that you can follow, and, yeah, I'm a little biased because I'm a voice actor, really good voice performances, including most of the actual MCU folks. Got some opinions off at Boombox Pod on Twitter. Jimbo says the series is pretty meh, to be honest. I really wasn't a fan of them changing up Thanos as drastically as they did. The guy's literally the biggest, baddest villain in the MCU and killed literally half of the entire universe. You mean to tell me that it all could have been prevented by one single conversation? Well, Jimbo, that's the thing. You know, it's, it's called what if. Kanata said, I'm really enjoying it. A fun exercise in alternate outcomes. Laura says, I really love it. I teared up at the end of the T'Challa episode. Chadwick Boseman was a gift. Oh, absolutely. And uh, he will be heard on a few more episodes, actually. We haven't seen the last of Black Panther just yet. And since we're talking about cartoons here, animated stuff, the new question of the week, what is your favorite cartoon series of all time? You can pick something, obviously, from recent years, or you can go back to your childhood. Doesn't matter. Nostalgia bombus. Let's see your answers on Twitter, at BoomboxPod, 
or go to kyleabear.com, click on podcast, and leave me a voicemail so I can stick your audio on the show. So tell me, what's your favorite cartoon series? Mine's easy. Looney Tunes. Old school, classic Looney Tunes. They do not make them like that no more. I speak English good. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer dropped recently, and everyone is dissecting it. Looking for clues, misdirects, possibilities. Well, we do things differently here on the Intergalactic Boombox. Instead of analyzing the trailer, Narrator, the Magnificent, will narrate the trailer. Nice job, Herbert. A bear? I like you. I'll kill you last. Okay, so, huh? Never mind. Action. Peter and MJ play hooky. Conspiracy, a.k.a. J. Jonah Jameson, joins the cast of TMZ. Peter claims his innocence when a cop gives them a stack of folders to file. Peter and MJ FaceTime from the perfect angle with great lighting, then attends a school where cell phones aren't banned. He then seeks help from a Doctor Strange cosplayer with the question, what if? Strange does what amounts to weird performance art if you remove the effects. Spider-Man stumbles onto the set of Inception. Strange and Spidey go for a roller coaster train ride on Tatooine. Green Goblin's Christmas ornament navigates a traffic jam. Pyro. And finally, White Morpheus appears and says, Hello, Peter. And the fandom's ovaries explode. While Tesla makes awesome cars with not-so-perfect self-driving, Elon Musk unveiled plans for yet another new product recently at Tesla's AI Day, a robot. Yet another way to automate society and steal jobs, such as people who work at Postmates, potentially, because this Tesla bot is designed to handle boring tasks, such as grocery shopping, and it can also uh, tackle repetitive and dangerous things, too, like uh, being an assassin. Just kidding. Though examples weren't given to clarify these descriptions. It'll stand 5 foot 8, weigh 125 pounds, it can reach a top walking speed of 5 miles per hour. It can carry up to 45 pounds. Now let me ask the Intergalactic Boombox's AI assistant what he thinks about all this. Yo, Bubba! Dancing Don knots in a tutu at low tide. What is it now? Bubba, what's your take on the Tesla bot? Oh, I'm always listening. You should know better than that. True. I'm programmed to keep my pie hole shut unless you summon me. Thank God. I heard you talking about Elon's new project, and I gotta say, I'm kind of turned on. Wait, what? Well, I'm always stuck here on the spaceship, and uh, a Tesla bot can walk around in society. I just want to know if you can dress it up and have it beat me like I write bad checks. Uh, well, there's no mention of any emotional or any <clears throat> other uses. Oh, well, I had to ask. A fella has needs. Well, what if someone comes up to the Tesla bot and just steals whatever they're carrying? Well, they didn't go into those kind of specifics, Bubba. Well, can't they go all RoboCop on them? Like, put the huggies back or there will be trouble. No, no, there's no weapons. It's supposed to be friendly. What about self-defense? Can old Tessie go all Shang-Chi on a thug? Shang-Chi. And no. Oh, excuse me, Professor Pronunciate. I guess you'll tell me it's not pronounced Naruto. Naruto. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Nuclear? No. Strategery? No. Anyway, no mention of price or release date for the Tesla bot. Oh, don't you end this segment. I'm gonna end it. Don't you dare. You're not the boss of me. Soldier Boy made a name beyond his rap music in the past few years with his own fashion line, soap, and oh yeah, that one time when Nintendo whipped out the banhammer on his unlicensed rom-packed rip-off console. 
DeAndre Cortez Way recently took to Instagram and now claims that he bought Atari, not the console, the company, and plans to sell it for $140 million. To reenact what he said on his live stream, I've enlisted our resident movie trailer guy, Narrator. Excuse me, Herbert? Bear. Narrator. The Magnificent. The Magnificent, yes. Yes. In a world. No, 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 in a world. Do I interrupt you when you're doing your podcast? Normally, no, because I keep the booth door locked when I'm recording. Just stick to the script, okay? And action. They signed me to a deal at Atari. Big shout out to Atari. The whole staff. I'm about to revamp the company. We're going to take Atari to the next level. I am now the owner of Atari. I own the video game company, Atari. Nope! Atari immediately clarified that Soldier Boy is not the owner. Reading the fine print on a screenshot of his contract, a Twitter user says Soldier Boy got paid for a promo deal in Atari tokens, a cryptocurrency. He learned a harsh lesson. Life is not a game. See what I did there? <laughs> and it looks like we got another alien visitor here on the crew. Here, go ahead and uh, step up to the mic there. You know, you kind of look like a hairless Grinch with a luchador mask. Are you actually a wrestler? I have no clue what you just said. I'm going to need a translator. Yo, Baba! We've been Wilfred Brimley on a corn chip. What is it now? You're fluent in over six million languages, right? My God, the circus must be in town. What's your name, partner? Scat. He says his name is Scat Mandible. Scat Mandible. Okay. Does that mean you just poop on demand or something? <laughs> he said, how'd you know? Well, okay then. And let me guess, you do your own entrance theme. You're on the roll, amigo. Okay. All right. Scat. Mandible. Uh, so tell me about your matches. Do you take on Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns, someone like that? Uh-huh. Actually, I'm afraid to get in the ring. I might get hurt. Ah, okay. So you're all talk and no walk. But I do love cutting promos. Have you ever actually wrestled before? Can't say I have, but I got every Marvel movie on 4K Blu-ray steelbook. That's got to count for something. Well, uh, Scat, feel free to hang out in the green room. Just don't poop anywhere, okay? Just do me a favor and leave the mask on. Probably smell like 10 years of rotten crotch. Ever since the Empire Strikes Back toys first hit in 1980, Oh my god, I'm old. Star Wars fans have always known Boba Fett's ship as Slave One. Disney has decided to retcon that. Now, it will just simply be known as Boba Fett's ship. Disney has not made any official explanation for the name change, and I've never heard anyone having a problem with this name in 40 years. Big question is, will Boba Fett's ship be referred to as anything else? Like, is another name eventually in the cards? I mean, something's got to happen, right, with the Book of Boba Fett series in the works? Now, I always thought Ginkgo Biloba would make a great Star Wars name. I mean, yeah, it's an herbal thing, it's a tree, but just think about it. Boba Fett flying the Ginkgo Biloba while drinking Boba tea. Luke's X-Wing never had a name. Although, since we're retconning things, why don't we just call his uh, ship X-Gon Give It To You? And how about Luke's old land speeder? Let's add a license plate on it. Maybe something custom that he got at Toshi Station. Moisture Farmer 1. Just abbreviate it to MFR. Wildcard Line, you are on the air. Is this the psychosomatic tomb box? Uh, yes. Ken, yes it is. Ken Spiracy here. No, really? Can I be frank? 
Only if I can be George. You are thicker than a bowl of oatmeal, you know that? Brown sugar, how come you taste so good? That's a catchy tune. Anyway, we are living in an artificially induced state of consciousness that resembles sleep. Huh? Their intention to rule rests with the annihilation of consciousness. What? We have been lulled into a trance. <laughs> they are safe as long as they are not discovered. Okay. That is their primary method of survival. Right. Keep us asleep. Uh-huh. Keep us selfish. Uh-huh. Keep us sedated. Dude, you're just quoting They Live. Well, only one of the best documentaries of all time. <laughs> you're not wrong. Put the glasses on or start eating that trash can. No can do, Ken. I loan my glasses to Gitz. Whoa, far out, man. Everyone looks like Rowdy Roddy Piper in these things. Everyone will be killed. Actually, no, Piper's not wearing a kilt, but he is chewing bubble gum. <laughs> I just wanted to say thanks so much for putting up with all the voices in my head. This padded room is definitely preferable to the other kind. I have a blast putting it all together for you every week. So just go to my website, kyleabear.com, sign up for the Captain's Blog, the Intergalactic Boombox weekly companion newsletter, at BoomboxPod on Twitter. Catch me on my Twitch channel, Gohan with your own bad self, as I play video games really badly. And uh, do me a solid, if you enjoy this podcast, please tell your friends. And if you don't, just smile and wave. Till next time, I'll see you on the flippity-floppity.